dark, silent night. See Ticket Hand p- Podcast. We come together in a celebration of, of Christ, of faith, of the Catholic Church, of Pope John Paul II, Pope John Paul III, Pope John Paul IV, Pope John Paul V, Pope John Paul... How many John Pauls have there been? Uh, it actually, once you get to 360, it converts to, to John Paul X and John Paul X Series X. <laughs> and then after that, they stop using numbers. Oh, man. Welcome. The Pope, the Pope Station 5. The uh, Pope Station 5 is here, and we're here to play it on release. Welcome to the Cheer Ticket Podcast. I'm back from the islands. Nick is still here, warm and fuzzy. I never left, baby! He's in your walls. This is the second or third episode of the Cheer Ticket. Second? Second. And it's the first one you're here for. That's right. And we are coming with our... <laughs> wow, that was aggressive. We are coming with our candles, and we are processing towards the Lord. It's the Candlelight Processional episode. As we all know, James has always needed a candle to... I can't even Yeah, say. yeah, see? Sometimes you just walk into it, and then your brain, like, sets up the red flag, even though you know the sentence isn't gross. But, like, your brain is like, uh-oh, I hear that is word that, coming. What is it, Wolf of Wall Street with Leo DiCaprio? And mm-hmm. he, like, they're dripping the hot candle wax on him? Oh, God, no, no, this is not that Candlelight Processional. That is for the ex Because you just said Candle Nights. What is this? this? Is- the Adventure Zone? Yes, see, yes, we have the McElroys on here. Bring them in. Clint the, McElroy. The Candle Night Processional would be excellent. That I, I would watch. I won't lie. I have had a lot of trouble pronouncing this. Like, it's just a weird combination of words. So tell them what we're talking about today. We are talking about Disney's Candlelight Processional. Which I was is, totally wrong. What did you think it was? I called it Candle Night Processional. Yeah, I kept saying that. A night Light Listen, I have my, I told you, I have my manual headphones in today, Nick. The ones I have to auto-crank for power. James spent, like, five minutes trying to get his Bluetooth headphones to connect. Uh, And and when he finally gave up, he said, I guess I'll go back to the manual ones. As opposed to the automatic headphones? Yeah, those fire, if I hold down the trigger, those headphones just deliver all the audio. These I have to actually use with my, uh... Yeah, you gotta make sure you pump the brake a little bit when you plug and unplug the manual headphones. I have to crank it every once in a while. Nick, um, before we get into the cheer ticketus, cheer ticketus, ricketus, nicketus, um, how was your week of self-recording? How was how'd it go? I, I listened. To the Weird. It was very. very I did. I almost died. With that, like, literally, you're gone for thirty seconds, and I almost died. You know, it's not like. Have you actually thought about? And I don't want to get really grim. If you started choking right now, like seriously choking, all I could do is be like, oh, I guess I'll call 911 and tell them where he is. Because like, I could just sit here and watch. I mean, like, you watch me die. If like, we could yeah. die in the podcast and that is like, like that's it. like we become like an urban legend. Like a creepy If you bus. die in the podcast, you die in real life. It's true. We would, I, is it sad to say I think our numbers would skyrocket? If we died, people would, like, posthumously listen to our show and be like, man, they were so close to 100 episodes. <laughs> man. We'll if, never know what the 100th seat ticket episode would have been. How many are we at? We're at, like, 98 or 97. Are you kidding me? We're real close. Wait, are we going to hit 100, like, right at New Year's? I think we're going to hit 100. Let me check. 
So while Nick's doing that, if you haven't heard last week's episode, Nick does a wonderful job of kind of self-narrating. This this episode that we are recording right now is 98. Oh my God! So wait, are we gonna hit it on New Year's? I think so. Oh man! But I think no, it'll be the last one of this year. That's still great. That's like the holiday spectacular. That's a well. That's gonna be. I thought it's usually the in memoriam, but we could do the in memoriam. Usually I say we've done it once, but uh, if we could do the in memoriam, we have not set up a real precedent this is like, yet. Dude, this is like at work now. I, I started an, a great new gig uh, with somebody that we know, a friend of the pod, and I keep like talking about the podcast, and I keep saying like when we do live shows, as if we have done like more like than more one. than one live show. Yeah, uh, I don't know. So so candlelight processional. Um, how would you describe this, James? Wait, hold, I gave you. Hold, oh, I, I wanted to. I wanted to give a, a quick update, really quick. Um, oh, I'm sorry. The islands were great. That's the update. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, did you did you get any souvenirs? Um, well, the souvenir that Katie and I both look forward to the most. Um, we we both went to the Virgin Islands so we could lose our virginities. Um, because speaking of the candle- <laughs> your respective virginities, well, our respective virginities, separately, <laughs> because we're talking about the candlelight processional, and as with all things, candlelight we, processional, candlelight, candlelight processional, and as we know with all things, you must keep Jesus in every in every conversation, right? So now that Katie and I were finally married, um, we had committed the cardinal sin to quote my uncle of cohabitation for <laughs> about a year and a half, but we wiped that away. We, we got rebaptized on the islands, and that meant we could finally engage in the beautiful act of. Um, Purely for child creation. So that was kind of the souvenir. We she's, Katie is rolling on the couch. We left with that. No, in all seriousness, we had an awesome time. Uh, we were in the Virgin Islands. It's it's a beautiful place. It's a it, it's a lot of it's fun, man. It's fun. Everyone who lives on the islands is awesome, and it's a little different from a lot of other places where yes, there's a resort, um, but you actually have to leave it, which I think is a good thing because you spend time in town with the people who actually live there. Um, there's a lot of natural park there too, so. I got to fulfill a lifelong dream I've had, and by lifelong, I mean since I got certified for scuba diving in 2017, 2016, I got to see a shark in the wild. If you heard Katie yell, saw a shark, we saw a big-ass shark. It was Yeah, that that personally sounds like my fucking nightmare, but Um, I'm glad, I'm happy for you. So she was a nurse shark, so like the odds of her, you know, all sharks. Hey, don't talk about your wife like that. She's a nurse and a shark, baby. Um, (laughs) They usually don't bother people. Most sharks don't bother people, let's be honest. But, um... No shark is one of the sharks that if you see it, you feel a little more at rest than if you saw like a big sand shark. But she was fucking big, dude. She was like four to five feet long and she swam right by us and I was so happy. We saw turtles, we scuba dived, scuba dove, uh, which was Katie's first time snorkeling and scuba diving. It was so cool. Scuba diving can be kind of intimidating at first. But we got to go on boats, we got to eat some wonderful food, we met some really cool people, we got kayaking. Um, That's awesome. I have a funny story about it that I'll tell you after the podcast. But um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, man, it was awesome, and now we're back in the fucking 30-degree New Jersey temperature, and the first thing that happened is I went to a funeral, so it's been a- Iro- Ironically enough, while you were gone, we did have a day where it was like 70 degrees. Really? Yeah, it was really- it was like 45 one day, then like 68, 70 the next day, and then 22 the next morning. Oh my god, that is bizarre. People, it is so funny, people from the island would like talk to us about Jersey, and they'd be like, oh, how is it there? And I'm like- Oh, you know, like, you know, 40, 50. And even that was like, oh, fuck no. They're like, the coldest it gets here is like 60 or 70 degrees. And that's cool enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's true. Uh, you get you posted a lot of iguana pictures. That seemed cool. Um, there are iguanas there. So uh, St. John's, this is a kind of an interesting fun fact, and we won't dwell on it too long. St. John's, the only animal native to St. John, the only animal native to St. John that is like a terrestrial or flying animal, not a, a fish or something, is bats. 
the only one. There used to be snakes, but um, much like whenever any white people show up in the Caribbean, they fuck things up by introducing mongooses that they wanted to kill rats that they also brought, but the mongooses just killed, killed the snakes. snakes. Like um, Ricky Ticky Toffee. I constantly kept bringing up that excellent Simpsons where they released the lizards. Ah, we're going to bring in the, the mongooses, Lisa, and then we're going to bring in the snakes. Well, what'll happen with the snakes? We bring in the gorillas to eat the snakes. Well, what about the gorillas? Ah, Lisa, that's the beauty of it. The winter will kill the gorillas. <laughs> um, but they're the only animal that's still native, but there's donkeys. Um, a mongoose actually went into our bag and stole a sandwich from us while we were snorkeling. That's awesome. It was pretty awesome. Um, so we got to learn a lot and see a lot. Um, it was just, it was an awesome, awesome time. Uh, and Katie got horrifically sunburned. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Her her pale complexion. <laughs> the entire time we were coming in on boats, I kept going like, ah, yes, my genetic history is a Hispanic European to come absolutely ruin some Caribbean island for everybody else. <laughs> and, and Katie's English. So doubly, we were going to introduce some sort of dumb foreign animal that yeah, would destroy everybody. Your ancestors were really desperate to go the other way on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just my mother's side. The leaving <laughs> Cuba half came later. Um, but no, really, it was it was wonderful, um, and we had a great time. And, and it's nice to be back, though. You know, I, I love the holidays. Um, though I will say, like watching people on the islands put up Christmas trees and lights, and still being like, oh yeah, it's seventy eight degrees right now, and I can still kind of enjoy Christmas, puts the whole like I gotta get ready for the cold winter season. In perspective. That's a that's actually a great segue into what we're talking about today, um, because I think part of my feelings on this involves the dissonance the dissonance of. Like a California Christmas or a Florida Christmas in a warm climate. The beauty of that is I didn't know if you were going to pivot off that or what I said about colonialism and going to be like, speaking about shoehorning Jesus into places (laughs) that he shouldn't be. Um, Yes, we're talking about the candlelight processional. Something that I have known about for a long time, Nick. But then when you were like, let's do an episode on the candlelight processional, I was like, I don't really know what happens at that because I have never once tuned into it. Yeah, it's, uh, for those who don't know, brief overview, candlelight processional is an event that takes place on both coasts at Disneyland Park and at Epcot uh, during the holiday season from, I would say, end of November through through New Year's Eve or December 30th is the last one. Uh, and what it is, um, how, how would I put this? Um, it's a church service. It's a fancy church yeah. service. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful ceremony, but uh, when you boil it down, if I had to explain it in the best way possible, it is a church service. It is readings of the story of the biblical story of Christmas interspersed with Christmas carols, but not the fun ones. It is a church service if your church... Your priest was, like, randomly replaced that day with a moderately famous to genuinely famous actor that is, most of the time, seems to be phoning in their reading. Like, like... <laughs> yeah, it's like if, if you're, if, it is Christmas Eve service if Thor was your pastor. Yeah, so, like, yeah, 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 yeah. imagine you come in, you're, you're, you're practicing Christian, you come in, and it's, uh, it's, it's... I'm just going to pick the first name that came to my head, and it's because we've been watching Sonny. It's Glenn Howerton from Sonny. And he's not doing a bit. He's like, and then, you know, the, the three wise men strode in, blah, 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 baby Jesus in the manger. And you're like, huh, okay, I guess. I mean, this is nice. He's not doing any of the part that made him famous, but it's nice, I guess. Yeah, a big selling point of this. Uh, so brief, again, I'll, I'll the slightly more in-depth overview for those who have heard of it, but maybe don't understand really fully what it is. 
at Disneyland in front of the train station and at Epcot in the America Gardens Theater in the America That's the one Pavilion. I know, yeah. In the America Pavilion. They bring together a pretty sizable group of professional musicians as uh-huh. well as a choir of volunteer Disney cast members. Yes, that is my, can I just say really quick, that is my main knowledge of this. Um, having worked at Disney, a lot of my cast member friends through the years, including now, will post statuses about singing, maybe a picture, or like being disappointed they didn't get to sing. Um, that is my main, it is a volunteer choir, which is another yeah. thing I want to talk about later, because, okay, anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, James, it's about the honor of being able to sing just behind Whoopi Goldberg Just give them a little bit minutes. of money. Yeah. You know what? If you're not going to pay them, give them like a stipend or or you're not going to like give them an hour or like be like, and then din- you get a dinner pass or something. I don't know. It's yeah. weird. I don't mind. I, volunteer work <laughs> is great. Or pay them for like any shifts they theoretically miss. Yes. Volunteer work it. is great and awesome. And I'm glad that this is something people want to volunteer for. I'm not trying to be like, oh, don't volunteer. No, if you love this, that's awesome. I just, whenever a company, it's a, some of the gripes I've told you about with the National Park Service. Whenever like a big company or a big organization does the, we need volunteers. I'm, no, you can, you, you are a monstrous corporation. Just give them fucking $5. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there is a part of me that is like, it is kind it is like something that I would want to do and do for free if it wasn't so, um, I want to choose my words carefully here. If it wasn't so religious, Overtly I guess is the way I'll put it. Is that what you were? Yeah, it's like I, it's so, very. It's just like it is. There, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, it is. It is a religious ceremony. I have. There's a. There's a lot to talk about here. Um, if you have never seen, like a lot of things we talk about, I think we've broken it down pretty well. If you have never seen the candle light procession, I'm getting. I'm gonna get it right every time now. Um, maybe just Google it real quick. Watch two minutes. You will get the entire concept of what it is. Um. It's a choral arrangement of religious Christmas carols interspersed with religious readings where a celebrity does like the two or three sentence readings in between. If you are somebody who goes to church a lot, and this is why I'm going to pull Katie on here for a little bit later, just for a minute or two. Katie is now a self-described former religious kid. Uh, she she grew up doing a lot of church singing, which is why Katie has an absolutely beautiful voice. Um, but she did something called Lessons and Carols, which is the same thing. This is the, Except you're just doing it at church, right? You're reading, singing, reading, singing. And I, I, in a church venue, it almost makes more sense than at the world's largest theme park, right? Like, not almost, it makes more sense. Um, but just really quick, going back to the volunteer thing, it reminds me, Nick, of how we at some point through another one of our good friends had discussed the Macy's Parade, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's part of me, it's like, what a cool experience. And I said this to you, I would do it once just to say I did it, right? But on the other yeah. hand, you're like, I am volunteering a lot of my time in very cold weather with moderately hard work just to say I did it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think I would do candlelight processional in a heartbeat before you ever got me to wake up at 3 a.m. on Thanksgiving and go into a freezing cold I will forever man. argue with you as the one who says do it for the content. That would have been A plus content was you and me getting up at 4 a.m. and doing the Together. Macy's Thanksgiving three, parade. Cranky as hell at yes. 4 a.m. on yes. Thanksgiving. Yes. In a car. Stuck in traffic. But, but you know what? And that's the thing we talked about. Um, and this isn't me like giving you grief. It, you decided you weren't interested. And I immediately was like, okay, well, this is not something I'm interested in doing alone. Right? Yeah. Like, I don't want to do it by myself. Which, to me, I assume that's also a part of the candlelight processional. It would be cool. Maybe as a follow-up to this, I can reach out to some of the people I know who do it. But, you know, I'm sure you see your coworkers there. You invite your family. And you are, like you said, you have the prestige of you are performing 
at a stage in Disney World with a celebrity. Like that's, that's cool. the big thing for me is like to be able to say I performed at Walt Disney World with uh, Josh Gad. Yeah, but what if you get a D-lister, man? What if you get? What if you get a? You know, uh, I'm struggling to. What if you get? Um, what if Chevy Chase is there and he? Sucks? Oh no! Should I just read this year's list of Candlelight Processional? Yes. Uh, narrators. So I well actually, can we start with the two that we watched? You watched Disneyland's. I watched Disney World's. Yes. So tell them who you watch. I think you 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 had a, a an interesting one. I watched Simu Liu, who is the he's Shang Chi and the Seven Rings. I should say the Seven Rings and the Ten Rings. Which why none of you can see it, but I'll bop him on the microphone so you can tell. I have my Wen Wu Pop Funko, who is the dad, the bad dad, who turned out to be a moderately bad dad, not an evil dad. Um, from Shang Chi, I have the Pop Funko here with us today, Nick, to help us record. Yes, uh, and I watched. I said, all right, let me scroll. And find the most interesting one I can think of. And there were a couple I was like, ooh, I could watch Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth has a I really nice, his interesting was like five voice. five years old. I almost clicked that one too, but it, it didn't. It is. I didn't watch this year's. Oh, I, I, I was, thought we I was had going back to. Oh, boo. I no. thought we had to watch this year's. No. I, want, I said watch any. They're, it's all the same. Church doesn't fucking change. Uh, apparently it does because several Christian people in the comments were fucking angry about it. Oh, anyway. oh, we'll get to that. Yeah. yeah we'll yeah, get yeah. to that. Uh, but no, I was like, I could watch Chris Hemsworth. He's got a good voice. Viola Davis. Uh, you know, but they're not doing the singing. Or good. if they are, they're just, they're not doing like No, solos. they're not. They're simply doing the readings. Yes. Uh, but then I settled on, you know what? When I think of Christmas, when I think of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, uh-huh. who do I think of? When I think of collections of words strung together to tell epic stories about <laughs> ordinary people, only one man comes to mind, and that man is... Mr. Lin Manuel Miranda. Oh, oh boy. Okay. And I, yeah. So I watched Lin Manuel Miranda's Candlelight Processional from Disneyland 2019. I want to say it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, let me tell you, the second he starts speaking, I want you rap. Do, go on, go on, rap. Do 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 a rap. In the eye of a Jesus cane. Something something about that. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. <laughs> They're waiting in the manger for you. If, if you're born on this holy night, it's the one chance to get it right. Silent night. That's like in the heights. It's it's silent night. That's it? It's, There's no more? Yeah, I did yeah. that all. I did like several lines and all you gave me was silent night. In the heights. Silent night. It's Yeah, I got that. And then, and then King Herod just takes over the King George song, and then it's... Carnaval del Bethlehem. <laughs> Carnaval. Dude, Kate, Kate and I were in the car today listening to, like, traditional Christmas carols, and they are beautiful. Like, these are choral arrangements, right? Like, these are the type of thing where I'm sure if you're sitting in a church or sitting at the processional, you're like, wow, the presentation of this is stunning and beautiful, and the organization of the music is incredible. Um, Like, it's something like in a car that I'm kind of like, oh, this is boring. Most of the time. But yeah, I'm not trying to say the music itself is boring. It's like, you know, or- orchestral music in person is always just overwhelmingly beautiful. Yeah, again, I want to be perfectly clear. This It's a beautifully put together ceremony and performance with incredibly talented people. The yeah. fact that they get like, I would say they're, they're above C-list. I would say these are like B to A-list celebrities yeah, depending I mean, on the night. Here's, here's the list. Simulio, Let me read the list. Yeah. So we have Simo Liu, Cheetah Rivera... Raul Esparza, who might be lame to some, but I think that's cool. Who's that? Uh, he's a he's a singer, he's a Broadway performer, uh, cool. actor. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Who has coasted by for the last 25 years just on being Whoopi Goldberg. On being Whoopi. Yeah, she's she's reached that perfect level where, like, now Bill Murray and them can do, like, just like, yeah, oh, I'm this person. Like, that's it. Yeah. You don't have to do anything else. Um, Isabella Rossellini, who I definitely know the name, but I could not tell you who she is. Uh-huh. Uh, Damon John, never heard of that person. I don't know. Uh, Josh Gad. Because you always got to have Gad. It's got to be Gad if it's Disney. I, I'm getting tired of the Gadster, if I'm going to be honest with you. I've always been tired of the Gadster. I, I, uh, I was originally um, ambivalent. I want to say, like, a lot of times people will get mad at me, like, um, whenever I insult every every straight man's fucking idol, apparently now, Ryan Reynolds. Whenever I'm like, I'm tired of Ryan Reynolds. People are like, what do you mean you fucking hate Ryan Reynolds? I'm like, no, that's not what I said. I'm just tired of seeing him in things. That's it. I don't hate him personally. I just don't want to see him in stuff. So, you hate Ryan Reynolds and female-led superhero shows? <laughs> oh, yes. And and all, um, and I'm on the War on Christmas. I've turned the War on Christmas in the side of, I guess, I don't know, communism? I don't know who the enemy is in that one. <laughs> um, so, Gad, the Gadster, is, of course, there. Uh, Gloria Estefan. Oh, I actually uh, would have watched that one. Which would, if she was there, bring you... Two pieces of Gloria Estefan content at Epcot that night. Really? The possibility you could go ride Cosmic Rewind and listen to Conga, and then head on over to the America Gardens Theater and hear her talk about Jesus. Dude, Gloria Estefan is quite the performer, so that would have been uh, pretty damn cool. Yes, uh, then we have Candlelight Processional favorite NPH. Neil Patrick Harris is there. Yeah, he's alright. I wouldn't mind uh, that. Dun-dun, Mariska Hargitay, everybody. Oh, that would be cool. She's a good uh, voice, too. Yep, the, the Iron Horse, Cal Ripken Jr. Oh! Uh, everyone's second favorite, Osmond, Marie. Uh, Courtney B. Vance and Angela Bassett, who is... Angela Bassett's really cool. Uh, I would say she's A-list. NPH is A-list. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Gad is regrettably, I think, A-list. <laughs> you really don't like him, do you? Dude, uh, my introduction to Josh Gad was a film called The Rocker, which came out in probably, like, oh, 2008. Oh, we have a good friend that loves that movie, and it's exactly which one you think, but keep going. I, I had a feeling <laughs> who it would be. Does he feel inspired by this movie? Yes. Uh, by the way, when you said Angela Bassett, I, my brain immediately went to Mrs. Potts, and I was like, how? She died. Angela Lansbury? <laughs> no, no, no. We're talking about the Queen of, of Wakanda. Yes. I was going to say, is Disney already doing that thing where they holograph poor poor passed away people onto their screens no this is the queen of wakanda this makes a lot more sense well if they're gonna do that they could just hologram jesus on there you know we're not that far away bible land closed i believe uh in orlando i don't believe it's open anymore oh man um oh, so, we so we, we've been we've been kind of a disc- so so you get what this is now if you've never seen it before it's a yes. church service that is still somehow overtly religious but not a full-on church service um where a celebrity reads you, Mr. Simu Liu, good actor, you know, incredible stunt worker, um, martial artist, did a great job in Shang-Chi. For some reason, all of his lines were so breathy in this. Like, everything he was reading, he was like, and then Jesus came down. To, you know, I, I don't know any well, Bible Well, let's, let's move on now to the setting. Yes. Because, so, okay, brief history. I did watch a little, a short video that I found. Um, I will look it up really quick to see if Walt I can Disney, cite the guy Mr. who created Simu Liu it. Mr. Simu told me that uh, Walt Disney started this personally. Uh, that's not untrue. Okay, um, let all right. Me, uh, history. Uh, so it started in 1958, officially, mm-hmm. at Disneyland. And it kind of came about because, so Disneyland opened in 55 in the summer. And that first year, they were still, like, working things out, like, 
not all the park was open right away, so they were still working on doing they that. They did make room for Jesus. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, but the, the holidays were coming up, and Walt said, hey, I think we really should have some sort of holiday ceremonies. That first year in 55, they had some, like, the Dickens carolers, they called them. <laughs> Charles Dickens. Yeah, cool I, it, I, buddy. I got it. Uh, I got it. And uh, this info came from a video I watched called The Music and History of Disney's Candlelight Processional from a YouTube channel uh, called InnoVision 3D. InnoVision, the power of Vision Christ. 3D. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, I'm briefly summarizing. I might be getting some details mixed up. But that first year, Walt was like, hey, this is pretty cool. Let's expand it next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he reached out to this guy. I believe his name was Hurt, H-I-R-T, if I'm not mistaken. Dr. Hurt. He was a... Uh, professor of choral music, Doctor Hart. <laughs> I, I could be wrong. That's like I believe a he's a professor of choral name. music, and mm-hmm. he was one of the foremost uh, sought-after choral directors in the state of California, and okay. then therefore the country as well. So he came uh, came on board and helped them put together this little ceremony. And by '58, that had officially morphed into the Candlelight Processional. It's a cool which name. Which took place its first year. At the castle. And mm-hmm. they got the name the Candlelight Processional because all the lights in the park would be turned down and the choir and performers would march down Main Street toward the castle, that actually only illuminated by candlelight. Sounds kind of cool. Kind of spooky, you know. Kind, kind of, of also cool. culty. Y- yes. Um, well, but again, culty. I, again, again, I don't want this to turn into just like, I, I'm not sitting here you know, trying to bash organized religion. I have no. some nuanced opinions on the matter that it, this is not the place for. But overall, I think religion can be a beautiful thing of coming together and celebrating common, common, commonalities amongst your community. Um, but the weird thing is, though, when you're doing it in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle at it's, Disneyland. It is occupying this incredibly strange space of trying not to be overly, overtly ham-fistedly Christian, right? It's called the Candlelight Processional. It is not called the Christmas or Christian or Jesus anything. Um, But it's inexorable from what it is. And I'm not saying that in a negative, but it is a church service. So you cannot make it non-denominational, right? And I'm not implying that you need to enjoy it. Like, you you don't need to be a practicing Christian and be like, wow, these Christmas cows are beautiful. I'm not. And I'm like, this is nifty. But it just occupies this incredibly strange space where you're like, what is this secular organization and park? This sounds like I'm saying it so negatively. I'm just like trying to acknowledge like it's It's objectively weird. It is an objectively weird thing that it is still happening in 2022. If you told me they did this from like 1958 to 1983, I'd be like, that makes sense. And I, it occupies this strange space to me where I'm like, okay, well, I don't have to go to it. Like, you don't have to go to it. You can rock, walk right by it. And and then that kind of calls into question, like, how it's even stranger when you see Christmas decorations all over Disney. Because you this, can't avoid that. It's This everywhere. is the thing for me. And this yes. is where it speaks to – it is – it in and of itself I don't think is something that would be – that I would look at too strangely uh-huh. if it weren't for the – utter lack of representation for literally any other faith, religion, holiday besides Christmas. And this is something that uh, hopefully future friend of the pod, Carly Wiesel, has called out repeatedly. You invite her on yet? I I, I seriously considered reaching out to her for this episode, uh, 
but because she has some thoughts. Uh-huh. But she's having I, a baby now, Nick. So yeah, maybe she's I, having a baby, and she was on vacation. So I was like, I'm not going to bother her yet. I was I'll on fucking vacation, and you year. wouldn't stop texting me. <laughs> you would. What's happened there? But you liked my memes. That's uh, true. You're right. I do so, like your memes. So her point is that um, she doesn't celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. She has never celebrated Christmas. No. She thinks it's pretty. She thinks what the parts do is nice. Yeah. But she does feel a little alienated by the fact that there is nothing. And for years, the only Hanukkah merch you could even get was buried on the Shop Disney website, and it was like a tea towel with Mickey and a dreidel. (laughs) Yes, all young Jewish children are excited to get a tea towel for the holiday season. Not toys. And people, like, call her out, and they're like, oh, just let people enjoy things. Why are you such a, like, you always gotta have a problem with it. Like, this isn't a matter of letting people enjoy things. It's a matter of pointing out a exactly. for a company that is now priding themselves on an inclusion being the fifth key here. It, it you're it's, not, it's a very I wouldn't say that Candlelight Processional is an exclusive event. No, but I think it is. It is not inherently inclusive. It's it's so interesting to me, right? Because those people who often make that argument of you won't let people enjoy things blah, 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 are always yelling at people. Who are going like, it's kind of weird that this doesn't happen, right? These the, the, the people who are bringing up these things are never like, how dare you celebrate Christmas? You shouldn't be allowed. I want it gone from the park. They're like, it's kind of weird that like, that's the only thing, right? Like, just something to think about. And then those people are always like, you're trying to rob my holiday. You're trying to kill Santa and fuck his corpse. And you're like, no, nobody, nobody said that, right? Like, you're bringing up a discussion to be had. And people get so defensive and so angry about it because they see it as an attack on their faith or their choice, which is so interesting to me because these are the same people that are like, we don't have to bother acknowledging any other faiths. Only mine matters. Yeah. Um, and this, this, this brings up a point. In the YouTube, so I watched, like I said, one of the most recent ones, the first one of the season, Simu Liu. Um, There was some very, there was people who were like, oh, I love these songs. There were some people who were like, oh, it's changed a little bit. Okay. And there were some people who were like, did you hear at the end? Hold on. I'm going to shift this into a, did you hear at the end, Batman, when Simu Liu said that Jesus was... Just a man. Did you notice how they didn't also mention he was the son of Christ, the son of God, and how he was holy as well as mortal? That's because they're trying to strip away all the Christianity to please all the God haters that come to the park. And I read these comments and was like, what the fuck is this person talking about? You're, they're writing a multi-paragraph diatribe about how, oh, oh, they combined the hallelujah chorus with something else. And they were like, this is part of the anti-Christian agenda. And I, I was like, are we watching the same video? I don't understand what the fuck is happening. Anti-Christian, you have an entire religious church service in Epcot. I have made the choice to block several Twitter accounts this week, mm-hmm. including uh, WDW Pro, who said... Disney attacks Christianity for Christmas. The decades-old candlelight processional at Walt Disney World and Disneyland is a super popular retelling of the nativity story. Uh Now in the ceremony, Disney is declaring in the official script that Jesus was simply a man. And I'm like, yeah, that's what the Bible said. Wasn't that the whole idea that uh, he's just a guy? As as a, as a, uh, on my best days, I was a flaky Catholic. Now I'm a whole lot of nothing. Um, I always thought that was the point, that Jesus was like a dude 
that he had all the problems yeah. that, of, uh, that a dude has, but he still chose to be like good. Wasn't that the point? He didn't have, he hadn't unlocked new game plus God tier power. And he was like, no, I, I, I understand now. Like he's not on his second Elden Ring run where he's dual wielding two Moonlight Great Swords. He's just yeah. a dude. The the other account that I blocked, and I'm I'm trying to scroll through his timeline to find the tweet. It was just the most insane string of words that, like, Batman. individually I knew what they all meant. But, but together, together, it was just like, ang- it was like, <laughs> it was like, it just I just pictured it as like a god, like with the, but the Elmo meme with the flames behind him. Yes, yes, yes. Like, that's what it sure, read like to me. I'm pretty sure that's the exact phrase I texted you. You sent me okay, you sent me just a link that said uh, I asked you, uh, you you said we should do an episode on the candlelight processional and I said I don't know what that is what is candlelight processional a funeral for Christ question mark and you sent me yeah it's when Shang Chi reads the Bible at Epcot while <laughs> cast members sing and I sent back I know what all those words mean separately but they make less sense when you put them together. Yeah, it's... it was this. Listen, between this and the thing we're gonna do next week. Um, there is kind of an ongoing theme, actually, I've kind of realized. Oh my god, we actually have to do that for next week. They don't oh, let shit. you say Merry Christmas anymore. You know, I've been watching a lot of Jordan Peterson to make fun of it, exclusively to make fun of it. And, like, now whenever I read these tweets, I joke, I jump between the, like, Heath Ledger voice and the Jordan Peterson, like, well, they won't let you put, they won't let you put God in there anymore. Because Walt Disney and, and the neo-Marxists want to remove Minnie Mouse breasts and make her an androgynous <laughs> and then and then I start crying because I'm addicted to benzos this episode of the C-Ticket podcast is brought to you by James Perlis dressed as the Grinch I'm gonna share some pictures this week don't you worry James Perlis dressed as the Grinch he had to leave so I got to do the commercial by myself Wait, so I hate Inside the Magic. ITM is like a, a, a cesspool of yes. quote-unquote yes. journalism. Yes. Uh, but this headline slaps. Yes. Christians outraged after Disney makes minor change to candlelight processional. That's actually very good. Um, um, I'm trying to find... This This will probably link to the tweet. Uh, no, it does Oh, yeah, here it is. Um... <laughs> Iger-led Disney is subversively subversively forcing Christians to both recite and listen to blasphemous declarations about their religion. What the fuck are you talking about? You see, Batman, when Bob Iger... (laughs) And then he tagged, he tagged at GovRon DeSantis. Oh boy, Dick DeSantis is going to fly in and fix this problem by not letting them use the word gay in the candlelight processional. It's, it's... I, do you think there'd be any problem? You know how, like, um, a long time ago, particularly in old music um, and Christmas music a lot, like, gay is used to mean, like, happy. Do you think that they're not allowed to use those lyrics anymore as some sort of weird backfiring of the don't say gay bill? I don't know. Interesting. If they have to ruin their own. It is insane. And I, I, we could spend all day on this and the hypocrisy of, of religious zealotry and, and, and conservative ideology when it comes to stuff like this. But it is insane that, just think about that headline. Christians are not allowed to, to celebrate or whatever. You're at a fucking theme park. 
Just go to church. Nobody's mad at you if you go to church. You know what I think about all the time with people like this? You you watch Rick and Morty. We know from your very funny joke. Do you want to do it? Yeah, bitch. Yeah, there we go. Um, I think all the time about the episode where Jerry is sent to um, a daycare for Jerry's. Jerry daycare, And he walks yeah. out and he says, I'm leaving and you can't stop me. And the entire time he's been threatening to leave, the front desk woman's like, yeah, you can leave. So he walks out and he's like, you can't stop me. She goes, yeah, you've always been allowed to do that. Yeah. So like when conservatives are like, I'm going to say Merry Christmas. It's like, yeah, no, yep, yep, go for it. Go for it, big dog. That's all you. Nobody's mad at you for doing that. Yeah, it's I, – I, oh, God. There, I have some more great poll quotes from this this little thing. Um, Please uh, go ahead. I'm going to plug in my computer, Nick. Sure. Oh, here's a good one. Um this person described the candlelight processional as Disney's latest attack on Jesus Christ and his divinity as the one true God. They, of course, say this as they are retelling the story of Jesus Christ in Epcot. You know, the park where a quarter of a mile away, figment can go fart stink juice on you. Or where you can go and, and soar across the Alps. So, James, I was just... Com- James just got up for a moment. I was just commenting about how... Uh, they're, they're lodging these complaints while they are able to as- attend what is essentially a sermon uh, <laughs> mere feet away from figment farting on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I Listen, if I can't hear Jesus' name within a five-minute walk of building my super-fast test track car, I don't want to hear it, all right? If I can't smell the fumes of that petrol burning, what's the fucking point? Look, I want Rocket Raccoon shouting at me while I'm blasting September by Earth, Wind, and Fire, but then five minutes later, I need to go and be atoning for my sins and thinking about the birth of our Savior. If I can't hear, if I can't hear Shang-Chi read to me about the fucking message when the angel told Mary, you know, hey, you're going to have a baby. If I can't catch that and then immediately go get violently ill when Gary Sinise sends me to Mars, I just, I, you know what? What's the point of being an American? What I'm getting at is that the entire I don't think that it's a problem that this exists. No, if, I don't either. If there were... But it's weird. It, it is weird. It is objectively <laughs> weird. But I think it, I, it would be... It wouldn't even be a discussion if there is even a modicum of acknowledgement of other cultures, practices, and Can you imagine? And can you just... Cont- and I, 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 I don't know... I'm not going to start guessing other religious holidays, but can you imagine for a split second if Disney was like, hey, we're having this celebrity for the Ramadan celebration. The, the, the conservative Twitter would explode. The Disney boycotts would start. There'd be a bunch of racism. It would all be firing off like fucking Yosemite Sam and his, and his six pistols. You know what I mean? His six shooters. Yeah. It is insane. And once, like you said, this is a conversation to be had about the religious identity of the country at large, which we're not equipped to, nor should we be discussing here. And I really think we could sum this up, and it could be the title of the episode, just being, the candlelight processional is weird, comma, right, question mark? Like, that's it. That's all it needs to be. And then there's just, like, the weird little intricacies, like I said, of bringing in these celebrities who just, like, kind of shamble through a few Bible verses and then sit back down. That's that's the thing is part of the draw of this is they're bringing in celebrities to do the narration. And let's jump back to the history of it for a moment. Um, They had big names at the time. Um, Like John Wayne did this one. John Wayne is a... Uh, 
you know, John shit, Wayne, fam- famous for attempting to storm the stage when Sasheen Littlefeather was uh, refusing Marlon Brando's oh, Oscar on his so behalf. There's so much more. Famous for smuggling an underage girl out of Mexico and marrying her. Famous for hitting a lot of his girlfriends. Famous for drinking so much that he would often have violent diarrhea on the set of movies. John Wayne was a shithead. John Wayne, my grandfather's favorite actor. <laughs> John, um, John, that's, that's his tagline. John Wayne, your granddad's favorite actor. Uh, but there's a story about how he was, like, very ill. And they were like, and they didn't think he'd be he able to make so it. Probably because he so much he was going to shit himself. <laughs> they didn't think he'd be able to make it. And then he showed up. And his reasoning was, I couldn't disappoint all those kids. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't Hill disappoint grunts. all those white kids that's what he wanted to say out loud um oh so after the first year the guy who created it uh realized that it was a little more easy for the performers to see him conducting uh-huh. if they did it at the other end of main streets so they did it at the train station and now everyone marches down that way the cult the cult processional yeah. moves so down that i way. think let, let's compare these two settings for a moment at disneyland you have the backdrop of the train station uh and main street which i think is actually very beautiful at epcot it's just a stage. It's a band show with people in it. Yeah, it's that's like, what it if is. you could see if it was an open band show Night and you Patrol could see there. Spaceship Earth, then, Night you Ranger. could see Hanson there, Night Ranger, Hanson, and Shang Chi reading the Bible. <laughs> but but to get back to your point, which is that they're barely involved. They'll yeah. they'll it's like they'll come up, they'll speak for fifteen seconds, sit down, and then sit down and they'll do another beautiful. And again, I want to stress this beautiful musical arrangement. Yes. Katie and I have talked about this so much. When Katie talks, and like I said, I want to bring her on here to mention it herself. When Katie talks about like growing up in a church setting, she's always makes it very clear, most of the time to me, that she doesn't miss the church part. She's like, I miss the music. I miss having like a choir that practiced and like having a beautiful room with awesome acoustics and stuff. But that's the part that's overwhelming. Like that's the part that's beautiful of it, right? Not me watching fucking Dwayne The Rock Johnson stumble through Joseph says God, this. if they got The Rock though... I'd be there. He's about to peak for me, dude. I, I'm not going to lie to you. He's like about to come to the part where I'm sick of seeing him. Well, he's going to probably win the Royal Rumble and face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania this year. So. Okay, we can do a whole episode about how I'm sick of the same five dudes being at WrestleMania every year. Nah, dude. Roman Reigns, hey, man. Um, are you uh, the tribal chief. Did I ask you about coming with us to see uh, some WWE? You did, but um, I don't know if I can. Oh, I can't believe it. We're going to see some very close to Christmas. I'm very excited. My, my, after, ever since I decided to renew my annual pass, I don't think I should spend on a You, you and I activities. just submitted for the same audition, right? Maybe we can use that as an excuse if we got callbacks to go down to Disney World together. Well, ironically, the callback is about four days before my next planned trip. So. As if you need a fucking excuse. Did I say well, no, I, I'm, go, I'm going for my, I want to go for my birthday overnight on the weekend. Uh-huh. Uh, before my birthday but if we did a callback if there was a callback that we were theoretically called in for um i would literally have to fly home that night because i have rehearsal hey, that i would have re- to miss real quick can we make a side tangent here if you're somebody who listens to this and uses disneyauditions.com which i imagine a few of you do how bad is that website no it's terrible it's fucking awful for one of the head entertainment companies in the world do you like how to, you know how you can like filter through audition cities have you ever noticed that there's yeah. five different versions of online Mm-hmm. One is all caps. One is all lowercase. One is online submission. One is online submission. Oh, I saw that I could, if I felt like going into the city on Tuesday, I could audition for the role of Price Eric in the <laughs> Little Mermaid show on the Disney Wish. You know what I like? I like how you can only get to your profile if it's built into the audition subheading. There's no like 
corner profile option, yeah. which is fucking heinous. Well, well, part of me also loves it, though, because it's the only part of this company that feels, like, man-made. Like, you can feel the <laughs> feels... person behind the website here. What's a price, Eric? Um, so, no, 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 I agree. And we have to keep moving, because as we've talked about, I have to go play the Grinch at somebody's Christmas tree lighting tonight, Nick. Entirely separate of Disney. Um, hey, can we do a special bonus episode where we discuss Jim Carrey's The Grinch? Because I Absolutely. watched it again with Katie. And like 75% of our watch time was talking about how fucking hot uh, Martha May Huvier is. And yes, about how Christine Baranski. Unhinged Jim Carrey is in that movie. Like more than normal. Huh? You're talking about Martha May. Katie says, are you talking about Martha May who? Yes. Everything she does is hot. Everything she does is hot. She even sleeps hot, according to Katie. <laughs> um, okay, we're getting off topic onto something far more enjoyable than the Candle Night Processional, which I wish we could stay on. But damn it, I said Candle Night. Um, yeah, Nick, I, I really, I think we have a title for this episode. The Candle Night, Candle Light Processional is weird, comma, right, question mark. Yeah, and again, I want to continue stressing this. You hate Jesus Christ, you want Santa to die. Yes, that, that too. But, but I, I, I think practicing your religion... However you so choose is a fundamental right. And is yes. so long as you are not disturbing others' peace with it, I think it's a beautiful thing to do to find the community in that as long as you are not weaponizing that to harm others. Do you know what I what I usually think, Nick? And and this is I'm trying to be like I'm trying to be self-aware with this. I look at the candlelight processional and I go, Yeah, it doesn't bother me. But I do know that I am not somebody who is practicing a different faith that constantly gets fucking stomped on by Christianity within a country that says it's supposed to be open to everybody. Exactly. Um, and I open. I think that opens the door both ways. I think Christianity being so pervasive that even when it is like an innocent thing, like, okay, we're going to sing some songs, whatever, it already stinks of like, oh, great, more. But then, yeah. like, to be honest, like, it's true. You do get tired. We had, a, we had a coworker once at Ramapo where I worked that like, I was like, oh, you don't have off tomorrow? Talking about a holiday that she practiced. And she's like, of course not. The only holiday I get off is Christmas. Like, I don't celebrate Christmas at all, but I have worked through every holiday that I celebrate. I have never worked through a Christmas. And I'm like, huh, that really kind of put it in perspective for me. So it's just strange, man. It also kind of speaks to, like, this weird commercialization of, like, if this is what Christianity and Christmas is, like, truly about, why do we need the fucking celebrity? Like, I don't know. It's just a strange... That's what's, and I forget which one they were saying it was, but it was one of the narrators back in like the 60s or 70s that came out, came off afterward and said that I'm not, I've never been a particularly religious person, but it's hard not to get swept up in the amazement when you're standing there amid sure. a choir of hundreds. And again, I, I want to highlight, this I is a, they that. sound incredible. Let's talk through what the ceremony actually is. Oh, first off, uh, it's a fucking hour long. Yes. Uh, longer than literally any other thing you can do in a theme park. The yes. longest show I've ever been to in a theme park is like 40, 45 minutes tops. This is a full hour ceremony. And it's not a particularly exciting one, if I'm going to be honest. It's beautiful, but it's not what I would call riveting. I think that's why you need the celebrity, just to, to get you, know you through. It's great. I, I hope everyone saw the great image Nick put up when we were recording this of Katie. Because all Katie heard was religious readings coming from the bathroom. And, <laughs> and then me texting you, this is boring. Followed by Katie texting me, WTF is James watching. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a good time. Um, let's talk about Nick. How could we improve it? Let's avoid the part where we're like, it's not religious anymore. We don't want to... What is, how do we improve this? What do oh, you do? Well, really quick, I just want to walk through super, oh. super fast. It starts with the... They process in. 
it's the choirs in robes. Yes. The choirs in robes. At Disneyland, they process down Main Street, which is really cool. That's a word, right? Yeah, no, it is. Um, And then at uh, Epcot, they um, process through the... The amphitheater through the through the 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 uh, America Gardens theater yeah, onto the stage, walking. where they take their side on either side of the stage, and several special cast members in their green robes form the living Christmas tree. <laughs> That's fucking funny. I'm sorry. Which is uh, several rows of cast members in descending numbers, leading up to one at the top in the shape of a tree with yes. a giant lit up star above it. Oh, I, I thought uh, so, there was going to be more. Yes. There is more. There is more. So they all process in singing a song, and then they read. Then they sing. 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 Then they read. There is a uh, a solo by a very creepy child. Did you get to that part? <laughs> yeah, I didn't love that. I don't love anything about that. Yeah, children singing, there's like a, a fine line between creepy and cute. You, you don't watch what we do in the shadows, correct? I, I would like to, but I just haven't yet. There's a scene where there's some child pageantry and Nadia says, oh, vampires love nothing more than child pageantry. Some say it's because, like, it's the innocence that we lost and can never reclaim, but I think it's just because it's so fucking creepy that we all like watching it. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's pretty true, actually. We also just watched Frank's Little Beauties, by the way. The I love episode. that episode. And my daughter. And my wife. Yes, and we have to do this quickly, because I have to go get Grinching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so they read, they sing, they read, they sing. A little kid sings. They do a really, really pretty uh, orchestration of Silent Night that is in both Spanish and English, uh, which mm. I think is nice. Again, look, cultural inclusivity. Yeah, two. Um, you got a whole fucking ha- two. How about we do Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song next? Uh, but <laughs> then we that... screen Eight Crazy Nights. And then they get to the end, and they ask the audience. And this is the part where it gets super weird for me. Yes. They say, now join us in singing Silent Night. And the audience sings along to Do you know what it sounds night. like to me when I heard it? It's the fucking Who's. Like, yeah. I know it's just because I watched the Grinch. Da-hoo, they... yes. That's what it sounds like to me. And the entire time we were watching the Grinch, we are like, so the, the Who's are a cult. They're like a weird religious cult. You can't see the Who's, like, a separate Who from another world stumbles in. It's like, ooh, light practice. Who's miss instead? And they just hack them to pieces in the middle of the town square. Yeah, look, I had, I was texting Katie this because we ended up chatting for a little bit after, oh, after, uh, after you you went to do your errands, but uh, I went to we, a we were funeral ta- anyway. We were we were talking about how I had never thought of Silent Night as a religious song just because like no. we sung it in, in chorus growing up, but in this context, you kind of get the point. Like, man, all of these songs, these kind of like pervasive carols that we know, yeah. That have like dozens of covers over the years that are hits. Yeah. Are like overtly, inherently religious. I mean, yeah, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, is about Jesus' temptations in the desert. You know what I mean? Like this no No, it's true. Katie and I were listening to a bunch of um like traditional Christmas carols in the car, and I was like, Oh, I recognize this one. But the ones from like readings and carols, like, you know, the religious stuff, I kind of was like, No, I never heard this one. Or I like I knew the melody, but I couldn't tell you the name. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's no um Dean Martin gets fucking drunk and sings baby it's cold outside. It's um it that part is the strangest part when everyone sings together. It's it's once again Nick, it's just this weird razor's edge of like yeah, it's fine whatever, enjoy it if you enjoy it. No hard feelings. And also like it is weird though, right? You know what it's like? It's like that fucking Sunny 
where they're like, it was straight. Uh, it was it's the fucking pageant episode where like it goes on at the end. They're like, yeah, he should have worn a shirt. Talking about the yeah. little kid who performs without a shirt. Well, somebody should have worn a shirt. Probably the kid. That's how it kind of feels. Yeah. So you want to? How do we improve this? I think for one, there's a cut fucking it in half. easy answer, and it's the cut answer it for half. everything. But do you have one? I was gonna say cut it in half, make it a half hour, highlight the the songs more, mm-hmm. readings less. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to have a celebrity, they can host, quote mm-hmm. unquote, introduce it. Mm-hmm. Kind of talk about the history of the event more mm-hmm. so, and I think you throw in some songs from other cultures. Yes, I think I think candlelight processional. You say we're here to celebrate Christmas, but Christmas isn't the only holiday, right? So yes, yeah. you still keep your your religious part, which is fine. I'm trying not to destroy that, right? That's the point of this thing. You keep your Christian overtones, you keep your Christian songs, but you say, and you know, while this is going on. This is happening in these countries. We do a song about that. This is happening for this faith. We do a song about that. Um, yeah. But, I mean, the fact that um, Shang-Chi saying Jesus was a man fucking lit up the YouTube section. I'm pretty sure the fucking clamshell would get firebombed if this change was made. Now, your answer is good and fine, but it's incorrect. Because the correct answer is we get rid of all the fucking Christmas Christian part, and it is now a reading of a Christmas carol. There was always a human host and a different Muppet. Every night that pops up <laughs> from behind the stage, and it's they do a little singing bit of a every street night. corner choir. And, okay, so yeah, getting we, warm by the fire. And then they read excerpts of Dickens' Christmas Carol, and <laughs> it doesn't just have to be songs from the Muppet Christmas movie from Muppet Christmas Carol, but it also we'd actually get more out of these actors because I think it's the thing where the actors get an idea of how it's going to go, but they don't know what the puppet the Muppeteer is going to say. And like Can obviously, the, the Muppet's not going to be a dick and like throw a wrench in it, but it's going to be a little different every night. And you're actually going to have to see these actors act. You know what I mean? Honest, like they're going to have to work. I think they can keep it as is and just have a Muppet host. And I think it's instantly better. It, that was the, yes, that is the shorter answer. And like, then at the end, um, and they, lo, these three wise men came into the barn and said, and said, Oh, we have brought you these gifts. It's frankincense. Waka waka. That's actually really good. That was hey Nick. That was a good one. And then they're like, "What did you bring?" And Rizzo's like, "Ah, yeah, I forgot my fucking present." And he just yeah, I got you some pizza. Here you go. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Eat up, baby Christ. And uh, Christ is played by um Robin, a little nephew. Um, <laughs> either that, or they go hyper religious, but keep the Muppets. And it's a passion of the Christ play. And Kermit is crucified at the end, <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, Honey. oh God, I'm dying. Oh God, I'm dying." That rainbow connection, the blood, the body of Christ, the lovers, the sinners, and me. And then, and then the two guys crucified next to Jesus go, ah, da, 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 da. Punches pilot is Sam Eagle. Um, okay, <laughs> honey, come here. Just give it's us the Bethlehem way. As a, as a Muppet fan, a former religious kid, and a beautiful choir singer, I just want a brief, brief sentence or two because you said you didn't want to talk too long. Uh, how did you feel about the Candlelight Processional? For full context, we're thinking about naming this episode. The Candlelight Processional is weird. Candlelight. Candlelight. Light. Yeah, you're really, light. Really, Muppet really Processional. Really trying to jack somebody else's IP there. Go. Um, you got it. So, so like Christian music is so old. So much of it has been in the public domain for so long that everybody knows it and everybody can can sing it, and you can have different arrangements of it that are really, really gorgeous. Um, and I think, like, especially, like, growing up with that in my, part of my music tradition, you know, I, I was really lucky. It helped me, like, be exposed to music theory and stuff. And, and cool, now you sound great. Beautiful music. That being said, 
Um, super weird. <laughs> it's really, really weird hearing. Yeah, hearing like the the religious texts being read from In my bathroom. Disneyland. From like I fucking... was like like even today I was like whoa I got like some serious whiplash. From fucking Josh Gad Lafu is reading you the story of when Christ. James o- Olaf this... comes up to you and is like. And he came to me and said, "This baby is going to be a special one." Even oh, even yes. when I'm playing Kristoff at children's birthdays, I wish I could put Olaf in a sack and but smash it against the wall. So much of the other like Christmas Disney specials, like the little gift of the Magi one, and you know what I mean. Like a lot of it is like it's Christmas and it's about family and it's about love. Never ever Jesus, <laughs> except for now. I. Nick and I talked about it before, but it's the strange ubiquity of, like, this feels strange, but we kind of have become so... Because mostly, Nick and I have talked about this in the past, right? It's the Americanization of Christmas, not religious Christmas. But we have become so adjusted to Disney putting Christmas over everything in the parks yeah. that we don't find that strange anymore. It's kind of a weird dichotomy. Well, but that's the thing is it's not it's not the it's not the religious aspect of Christmas that's everywhere, right? And that is like kind of think, fully ubiquitous. Nick, I mean, yeah, there's like manger scenes in people's front yards and stuff, but normally that's well, a private think, expression. You don't think we should put a large bleeding crucified Mickey <laughs> directly on top of the partner statue when like, you walk in? It's just him draped over this. Oh no 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 the part- Partner statue just becomes Walt, and then there's a separate set of mouse-sized footprints next to him. <laughs> it's 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 a picture of Goofy uh, kissing uh, Mickey right on the cheek while two Roman soldiers move in from behind. The lessons and carols. Goofy's service. watching Mickey's feet. <laughs> was always the most fun. Hey Nick, I just fully processed what you said. I hate that. Um, was oh, was oh, like there the are two sets of footprints. Ha <laughs> ha. A very fun. Comparatively, right? Church service to do, but debatably fun to attend. Yeah, she's just talking to the mic. Um, but that's fun for church. That's what Nick and I that's basically not fun have said. For theme park. This episode, we're like, it's a beautiful, and in that space, it's beautiful. And I'm sure actually sitting at the candlelight processional is a lot more engrossing but and it's moving still just a church and than than being here. But yeah, it it does feel out of place. Boring. And boring. And boring. To quote Mayor Humdinger of the Paw Patrol, boring. But yes, I agree. Yes. Yeah, it's it's there are again, the the thing that makes this weird is the fact that it is taking place at the two largest vacation destinations in the continental United States, if not the world. Yeah. And and it is just this overt celebration of Christianity and the Christian story of Christmas and that not a single that fucking would moment. not inherently be a problem if there was any other thing like this yes. elsewhere? Like, it's grandfathered in, like you said. This started in 1958, and if it had been phased out and I heard about it today, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. But the fact that it's still happening today kind of surprises me. And if they tried to start this today, I no. do not think it would ever get off the ground. No, I don't. No. I don't think that would make it past a and single I'm, level. I'm shocked that it exists in the year of our Lord 2022. And, and we talked about it, Nick. We talked about ways to make it, like, still Christian, Christian faith, but, like, open it up to make it a more inclusive event. And as we saw evidence by YouTube comments today, that would get a worse reaction. Like we said, it's always, doing away with it. it's always people being like, I have a question about the way we do things that are getting screamed at by people who are like, you're trying to kill God and eat his corpse. Yeah. It now falls into that <laughs> Hall of Presidents space where they've, the, the time has come and gone. They can no longer get rid of it because it will be seen as a politically motivated move. 
So, like, Hall of Presidents and Candlelight Processional, I think, are frozen in time. They cannot change in any way, shape, or form, with the exception of, you know, adding a new president whenever Muppets. that happens. Oh, sorry. But I think that they, they cannot change because anyone would see any change as politically motivated. And that's just simply not the case. I just think that... I, I, I think that it is possible that there could be a slow shift in the content of the Candlelight Processional... In Could the next it be few any years, slower than the shift we saw in the angry reaction we got from it this year. Yeah, I I, I don't know, but I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if there is some sort of change that comes to it because I do think it is a really beautiful tradition to have a massive choir and professional musicians and, 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 and like beautiful said, arrangements of songs. Do it. Yeah, it, it clear and it, it is something that it, like it is a tradition. It is grandfathered in, and it means and it's also a something, lot. Nick. That has to end in the next two minutes because I cannot say this again. I have to go play the Grinch in real time. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, now that you've goodbye, Mrs. Katie Perlis. Goodbye, Mrs. James Kurzweil. Um, did I get that right? It says goodbye, Mrs. James Kurzweil. So, with that being said, um, uh, peace be with you. And also, no, no, and with your spirit. And with your fuck this, and with and may the force be with you. And uh, just one more round, friend. And homeward bound, friend. You know where to find us uh, on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, and the TikTok, but not at church, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> we will see you at the Sea Ticket Processional, which will be happening right in the heart of Cape Cod. We're going to be there with our candles. Get out there on the 24th of December. Lightning round. What would be the weirdest place to move Candlelight Processional to at Disney World? Go. Um, oh, man, this is tough. Um, Hollywood Studios, um, uh, Batu. Uh, Frontierland on Tom Sawyer Island. You have to You have to cross. You have to walk on water to get there. Oh, oh, oh fuck. Okay, wait, hold on. Um, that's good. That's good. That's good. Um, you are going. It starts in the Hall of Presidents, and um, it ends in uh, Casey's. Uh, Tomorrowland, everyone lines the people mover track. Um, Animal Kingdom. <laughs> and you ride through, you ride through the candlelight processional. You process <laughs> through them. Animal Kingdom, you start in Pandora and it's all in Navi. <laughs> Sold. It'll never be better than that. All right. all right. Hey, Nick, you excited for Way of Water? I bought my tickets already. My dad and I are going in IMAX 3D next Saturday. Hell yeah, man. I hope you have a good time. Thank you. It is one of two movies that my dad was like, hell yeah, I want to go see that this year. The other was Top Gun Maverick. And you know what? I get that one more than I get the Navi one. We will see you guys next week. We hope you also think the Candlelight Processional is weird. Um, and if you don't, tell us why. If you think it's strange, tell us why. Um, if you think we're attacking Christmas and we're going to ruin your holiday, tell us Keep why. Keep that to yourself. Oh, no, <laughs> no you tell, tell us, us. Why. You know, I guess all publicity is good publicity, right? Oh, Nick, I've got a fan letter here. It's from one... Theodore Kaczynski? Let me just open this one up. <laughs> well, I got one here. It's from... Wait, there's no... There's no signature on it. It just... It's... It's just a set of footprints on a sheet of paper. <laughs> and peace be with you. Good night, guys. Goodbye. Amen. I'm gonna crucify Kermit, Jesus. Jesus.